Julie's scream startles you. Oh, no, she cries. They're all coming to life. What do we do? <laughs> all these men coming to life for the first oh, time. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, roaches and worms. I'm Toddy Tondera, and welcome to my audio thrifting diary. I scour through secondhand items, searching for vibrant vintage, useful unusuals, big budget bangers, trendy trinkets, cool collectibles, and good garbage. Each week, we curate a thrift haul, dive into the details, play some games, and maybe even a few surprises. I'm still sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here? Some of my homies are witches in covens. Some of my homies in prison for nothing. Rap Ferreira. Welcome one, welcome all to another edition. And last spooky edition of the year. Thrifty. Secondhand shopping for worm people. Last week it was grave robbers. I guess they're uh, welcome as well. Uh, this week we have three final reader beware, you choose the scare, goosebump books. And if you've just tuned in now and you haven't heard any in October, each of our October episodes here, we're reading through Goosebumps and uh, finding ourselves in a lot of trouble. Sometimes uh, we die, sometimes we don't die but live a monster life, and other times we make it out scot-free. Uh, nobody on the panel is named Scott today, but we have two other people on the panel <laughs> Welcoming back to the show, the always scheming squirrel, it's DJ Lil. Hi, DJ Lil. Greetings. And uh, everybody is dressed so nice today because there was a, a picture uh, celebration this morning. So I think we should get a picture later yeah. because mm -hmm. it's not often that all that all of us like are prepared. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. two of the three are. Yes. <laughs> And, uh, and also, there's still sunlight outside, too. There is. It's Rachel Stratton. Rachel is back. It's me. I'm back. I have clowns and do hair. Yeah, that's you. You're back. <laughs> In case you all forgot. Yes. And uh, Rachel is the current holder of both Thrifty Deities. And on this show, we have games and win deities. But today, for the final spooky episode, we have a tank top prize. <laughs> oh. So whoever uh, um, gets us through these books tonight the best will uh, have a tank top prize. And uh, it's the first Can one ever it? on yes. the show. So wow, super important, <laughs> right? Um, but the tank top says, it's hard to be humble when you're as great as I am. Oh, and it's red, white, and yeah. blue. It's quite old. All right, you're going to see quite the competitive old. side of me today. Yes. <laughs> I think I need this in my wardrobe. Uh -huh. yeah. Oh, no, that'll go. That'll yeah. go. And that was mm -hmm. a secondhand find. With four different fonts on it. To oh, be, yes. To be, to and be some clear. vinyl to boot. Mm -hmm. It's going to be one just sweaty patch oh, yeah. Yeah. under that. 
I'm hoping whoever wins uh, will get it. And I thought it was like a relatively in the middle size of everyone. <laughs> so we could all fit in there. We, we yeah. could make it look like it's something. It's got a very welcoming ne- neckline. That is welcoming. <laughs> it's a very soft ringer. Uh, uh, words to hear on a first date for sure. <laughs> um, okay. So we have three Reader Beware, You Choose to Scare, Goosebumps books. Um, it, they are... Uh, number 25, Shop Till You Drop Dead. Number 20, Toy Terror Batteries Included. And number four, The Deadly Experiments of Dr. Eek. Uh, so some back knowledge of what's going on. Toy Terror Batteries Included was ordered probably the first week of October to be uh, read at some point through the series. And instead, I got Why Lords Lost Their Hearts. Uh, by Manda Collins, which I will give that to Rachel as requested uh, <laughs> before. So, okay. Oh, I will. So, I know that I uh, enjoy. there yeah. is at least one of us that's afraid of monkey mm-hmm. stuff. Uh-oh. There's some monkey fears in the three <laughs> of us. Um, so, um, whoever feels that they are connected to one more than the other, you're welcome to pick. I will just take whatever's last because I, I guess I do own them. You sure do. Yes. Maybe well, I should confront my you my could. fear, and I, then also if I'm holding the book, I don't have to look at the cover. Ooh, very so, true. Uh, so a right. Doctor Eek goes to DJ Lil. Yep. So we have a uh, shop till you drop that. dead and mm-hmm. toy terror batteries included, which to me feels like they're in the same universe. Oh yeah, no, right. Those, yeah. those seem those seem together. Yeah. But I, w- I will often talk about shopping till I drop because it seems to be a hobby. And, you know, I'm going to go with that one, uh, despite how wonderful the baby doll looks on the other one. <laughs> okay, so shop, t- shop till you drop dead. And then I will take number 20, toy terror batteries included. Um, so what we're going to do is each of us is going to take turns reading through these. Now, the two people who are not reading they will be the two who choose where the adventure is going. And at home or in your car or at work, or maybe you don't have a job because you're cool, um, which is great. <laughs> I don't have them. Um, pa- actually, pass around job interviews are fake in 2023. Uh, actually, job interviews in 2023, they're, they're just uh, one-on-one conversations to let people know uh, how little they're, you're going to be paid in <laughs> private. That's all they are. Um uh so yeah those aren't real anyway but what is real is the terror (laughs) of the toy um so we are um gonna read this one first and then uh everyone at home yeah tell us uh um message or whatever if you're playing along because you could decide and uh be better than us and we might end up dead (laughs) um all right so here's the back wind them up and watch them go wild great news You've won a contest. You get to choose between two really cool prizes, a toy robot or a tour of the Hasley Toy Factory. If you choose the tour, watch out for Nasty Kathy. She's a living doll with a bad attitude, and she doesn't like nosy kids like you. Maybe you'd rather choose that toy robot, the Annihilator 3000. You love high-tech stuff. (laughs) At least you thought you did. But now the Annihilator 3000 is using its laser beam to wreck your house. 
how will you stop it before it goes after you? How? The choice is yours in this scary Goosebumps adventure that's packed with over 20 spooky, super spooky endings. Mm. Um, smack that power on the heater. I will smack it. It's far left. It, it gives you a six-second countdown, which is cool. It doesn't go right off. It lets you know oh. you'll be cold in six seconds. Like, are you sure? You sure? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. I don't think the audio, it was picking up in the audio, but it may, it might have been. <laughs> a nice right. hush. Um, so this one, uh, this secondhand find, when I open it up, it says, from the library of Miss Tejeda, uh, read it, love it, return it. So this is where um, it was from. Tejeda. Okay, so you two ready to uh, oh, totally. uh, steer this mission? And whoever steers the best mission will get that tank top. Mm-mm. Hey, Mom, look at this. I'm a winner, you shout. You race into the house with a letter that just arrived in the mail. It came in a strange black envelope addressed to you. The words, Hasley Toy Company, are printed on the back. Look, Mom, you wave the letter in the air. I won. That's nice. Your brother is reading the newspaper. <laughs> she doesn't look up. Mom, for real, I won the grand prize. You announce happily. That's great, sweetie. <laughs> you can tell she's not listening. I get my choice. You go on. A tour of the Hasley Toy Factory or the biggest and best toy, the Annihilator 3000. If this totally, It's a totally cool toy robot. I'm a, it's as big as I am, Mom. <laughs> the Annihilator what? She looks up. You've got her attention. When did you enter this contest, she asks. Hey, that's weird, you think. I didn't, you admit. <laughs> your mom looks concerned. How did they get your name? She wants to know. Find out on page two. I want to know. Oh, wow, great. I turned the page, and it simply came out of the book. Throw it away. Throw it away. <laughs> no good. Back to the landfill it goes. <laughs> F. Oh, okay. You glance down at the envelope in your hand. It suddenly seems creepy that it's black. <laughs> I don't know how you got the... N I don't know how they got my name, you admit. Your mom thinks for a minute. Maybe it was the electronic game we bought last year for your birthday. Remember? We sent your name in on the registration. That must be it, you say, sighing with relief. Isn't it great that I won? Oh, sweetheart, your mom pats your shoulder. Don't get your hopes up too high. Sometimes, sometimes those contests are fake. They say you've won, but then there's a catch. You have to buy magazines or something. No, no way, you protest. <laughs> the letter doesn't say anything about magazines. You hurry to the phone and call the special number in the letter. You dial it. A man answers. A man with a scratchy voice. Hello, he says, addressing you by your name. So that's pretty cool. So whatever your name happens to be. Um, I've been waiting for your call. Go on to page three. Um, so there is a decision. The bottom page three. All right. And I think you're already feeling what the decision could be. Um, well, of course. So I'm going to smash it. Uh, <laughs> which prize do you want? The man asks. You hadn't really thought about it yet. And then it hits you. The man knew your name. But how? A shiver goes down your spine. You shake your head and try to concentrate. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> That's a relatable one. Uh, <laughs> so he knew your name. Big deal. Not every kid on the planet has won a huge prize. Hey, are you still there? The man calls. You got no you got something to say? What prize you want? The letter <laughs> says that if you take the tour of the Hasley Toy Factory, you'll get a free video game too. But the Annihilator 3000 is the best toy the company makes. 
Uh, if I if I choose the toy, the toy factory, the tour of the toy factory, can I bring a friend? You ask. Sure, she, she he replies. So what's it gonna be? So, Ugh. DJ Lil, Rachel, if you want to tour the the Hazley Toy Factory, forty four. If you want the Annihilator three thousand, turn to page sixty nine. Tour. Tour. Oh, tour. page 69. 69. It, oh, damn it. The Annihilator oh. 3000 is an interesting... Uh, I think I want to tour the factory. I think I want to tour the factory. I want to yeah. see what else they've got. Okay. All right. So we're going to we're gonna tour the factory. Um, so On page what? Page 44. 44. Damn it. 69's <laughs> the other one. This book seems like the most flimsy one so far that we've read. It probably smells the best, though. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't smell. Yeah, it's okay. I'm trying to be extra gentle with it because I was not prior, and I was. You yeah, paid the price. Paid the price. Oh no! I'll take the tour. You tell the man. Fine, he says. He gives you an address. Be here at four o'clock Saturday afternoon. That's so interesting. Remember when people had a like, if somebody gave you an address, it would be over the phone. Like you wouldn't like <laughs> accept a text or anything like that. Like, just like, tell me where to be. And you're be like, well. here at this time. And you're like, all right, if I cancel, you're never going to fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're gone. Yeah. It's like, that's, that was it. Got Thanks, it. you say. <laughs> then you add, hey, how did I win the prize anyway? But the man didn't answer. Mm-hmm. He, he's already hung up. The next day you call your friend Benny and invite him to come with you on the tour. Benny just moved into the neighborhood. You've only known him for a couple of weeks. But your best friend is grounded for the third time this year. (laughs) So you've been hanging out with Benny. (laughs) Oh, no. Not Benny. He's funny. And he'll try anything once. Ooh. All right. Hey. (laughs) Hey, I don't know. (laughs) Tour the Hasley Toy Company, Benny says. Cool. This guy's down for it. He's only known you for two weeks. And he's like, Toy Factory, count me in. Let's go. I'll try anything once. (laughs) At 4 o'clock on Saturday, the two of you jump off your bikes in front of the factory. On top of the big white building, a sign trumpets. World's largest toy selection. You open the door and step into the lobby. The first thing you see is teeth. Two rows of glistening, (laughs) sharp fangs. It's a snarling guard dog, and he's headed straight for you. Leap out of the way on page 37. Also, punk time didn't exist back then. At four o'clock, you you were at the gig. You said be there at four, and you were at four. Absolutely. I don't know why we ever stopped that. I've never <laughs> been a fan of not being there when you tell me to be there. I'll be there. That's yeah. I will. I don't know. Don't make me be cool and wait. Yeah, I don't know. All right, thirty-seven. No, uh, there is no decision still. So it could mm-hmm. be good. Could All be right. good. Benny screams as you try to leap away. Too late. The dog's sharp teeth clamp onto your pant leg. Oh, no. You jerk away, but the dog is a big, fierce Doberman, and it (laughs) won't let go. Benny, help, you cry. Before Benny can move, a man with curly blonde hair and black glasses races towards you. Mittens, mittens, stop, the man yells. He aims a remote control at the dog and presses a button. The dog freezes in place. These new models never work. The man mutters as you yank your pants free. (laughs) Benny bursts out laughing. Ah, it was just a toy. 
your heart is still pumping a mile a minute, but you don't want to seem like a wimp, so you laugh too. I understand that. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that, the man says. Uh, I'm Bob Marvin, chief of the new designs here at the Hasley Toy Factory, but everyone calls me Bobaloo. Uh, no, they don't. You must be here for the tour. I don't know. If somebody's... I guess you gotta call him it. <laughs> he told you to. <laughs> you have said no... that most people. Yeah. So call I call that. Yeah. Not me, no sir. No, no way. <laughs> you glance over at the motionless dog. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Saliva still drips from its mouth, which is frozen in a snarl. It looks so real. This place is cool. You decide. You can't wait to see what's inside. Follow Bobaloo on page. <laughs> 55 absolutely babaloo if you knew this person was going to be named babaloo would you have uh would you have uh chosen to, chosen to go factory? to yeah Ugh, yes <laughs> yeah what if? yeah i think so no pass no, <laughs> no. Wait, is bob fine bob's fine robert robert's the fine. most trustworthy robbie kind of uh, if you've known him for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you've known him for a while, it's Robbie's an okay fine. name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Okay, well, there is a uh, choice at the bottom of the page. Oh, good. Babalu swipes a magnetic key card over a panel and pulls open another door. The three of you walk into the huge factory. The room is full of chugging machinery and whirring conveyor belts. Wow, you think, gazing around the room. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> Across the factory is a huge glass wall. Through the glass, you can see a warehouse. Its shelves are stacked to the ceiling with toys. This way, Babalu calls, pointing toward the warehouse. He and Benny hurry off. You start to follow them when something catches your eye, something you could hardly believe. A line of dolls in pink dresses are riding on a conveyor belt. One of them suddenly sat up and looked around. Oh, good. For one second, her big blue eyes glance your eye, glance your way. She flutters her long lashes in surprise. Then she jumps off the assembly line and darts behind the machine. Uh, no. The acid is kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Whoa. Did you just really see a living doll? You rub your eyes and blink hard. Should you run after it? Or should you run home and get your dad's camcorder? Wow, that jumped. That, would that be was a, a jump. That was a jump. That doesn't sound like a convenient. Just take your phone out, kid. Yeah, that's a jump quickly. <laughs> so, And that is the question, uh, roaches, oh. worms, and oh. uh, folks here. If you run after the doll, turn to page 98. If you go for the camcorder, turn to page seven. So either way, we're about to run. There's That's the, do you you're think running. the camcorder is charged and ready to go? I don't. I, it seems like if you were going on a tour and you're the kind of person that wants to use the camcorder, you would have brought it anyway. So you yeah. probably don't even know where it is. Good point. Fair. Good point. Yeah. Fair. And yeah, this is this is before Instagram stories. <laughs> so you had to film this stuff mm -hmm. for people to believe it. I also can't believe that there'd be re-entry. No re-entry. Yeah. As a child, that's tough. Yeah, yeah they don't. Yeah. Mm, probably just follow the doll. Let, yeah, just chase follow that the thing. Doll. Smash follow it. Follow the doll. Smash it. Oh, wait, uh, is that not an option? Can I not yeah. smash it yet? Oh. No. <laughs> we'll see. So uh, we're going to follow the doll, everyone. So hopefully yeah, well, not you folks wanted to follow the doll as well. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to. All right. 
There's no time to lose. Without thinking another second, you dash off to follow the doll. You drop to your knees and crawl under a big piece of machinery. Then you snake your way through the factory toward the big glass wall. You see a glass door closing slowly and a flash of pink. The doll must have snuck into the warehouse. Benny, you shout, running back to find him. He's standing in front of a blank video monitor with joysticks in both hands. Bobaloo is nowhere in sight. <laughs> this is so cool, Benny shouts. Come on, try it. Forget that, you answer. I just saw a doll, doll come to life. You gotta help me find it. <laughs> yeah, right, Benny smirks. You grab the joysticks from him and toss them down. Come on, you answer. I'll prove it. Drag Benny on page 20. Yeah, mm-hmm. Benny. We're going to drag him. We've been friends for two weeks, and you don't believe me about this doll? I took you to this toy right. factory. <laughs> You're going where I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> there is a decision on the bottom of the page. Um, so I think so far the decisions have been mutual. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We have they not fe- disagreed yet. They have felt very mutual. Okay. You and Benny hurry to the glass wall. She ran in there, you declare, into the warehouse. So what are we waiting for? Benny asks sarcastically. You notice that the glass door is open a crack. Jammed between the door and the frame is a tiny pink doll's shoe. Mm. Look, one of her shoes, you shout, pushing open the door. The two of you slip through. On the way in, Benny's foot bumps the shoe. The door shuts with a loud click. You try to open the door. It won't budge. We're locked in, you announce. Who cares, Benny cries. Look at all these toys. Oh, no. (laughs) Toys for dinner. Yeah, look. (laughs) (laughs) Parents, nope. Toys. Yes. Bobaloo, no way. No way, yeah. Your eyes sweep over shelves of model cars, computer games, and hundreds of other toys. They're all so cool. He's right. (laughs) But you can't stop thinking about the doll. She's in here somewhere. What is she up to? Suddenly, the thought of her gives you the creeps. Do you really want to be locked in here with her? If you can't resist playing with the toys, turn to page 76. If you want to get out of the warehouse, pound on the door on page 18. Oh, I so, don't think anyone's going to answer the door, though. Pound on the Bobaloo door. disappeared. Where did Bobaloo go? I, some, hmm. I think this is interesting that in this text, we are saying that if we are a kid like you can't stop playing with toys whatever right. you got to do with toy you can't you can't resist you can't resist, you can't resist toys can't yeah resist. so do you know yourself truly or are you scared <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like there is a haunted doll in here but well, there's, there's, toys. A, there's a lot of other dolls in here yeah we could go down like having fun i guess uh, i the pound pound on the door is the interesting part if you want to get out of the warehouse, pound on the door. What if they make us leave if we pound on the door? Right. Yeah. I don't want them to kick me out. You got to play it cool. We got to. I. But what if. Oh, what if we get in trouble for playing with the toys? What if we get in trouble for playing with the toys? But we can't just say we couldn't help We're ourselves. Children. We're children. <laughs> we can't help ourselves, Babaloo. That is true. Uh, but I don't think being kids ever. Yeah, no one is. They'll abuse you in these. <laughs> they have they no got problem. no problem. They, yeah, they'll like push you They've off bridges. Been a, slightly abandoned. Oh they'll man, pu- they'll burn your face. You know, pound on that door. I think pound we're. I door. think we're okay. we're stronger than the average child. Okay, <laughs> so we had a resist turn to pound. Um, so let's uh, note that 
let's no- take that into notes. <laughs> a resist, resist to pound. Mm-hmm. P O the yin and the yang. <laughs> the yin and the yang. The resist, <laughs> resist and to pound. Eighteen. You hate the feeling of being trapped in the toy warehouse, locked in with with that weird doll slinking around somewhere. The whole thing gives you the creeps. Help! You shout, pounding on the glass door. Someone, let us out of here! Help! Nothing happens. Silence. Then suddenly, Bobaloo steps out from behind the the factory equipment. Oh, finally. He's wearing a beret and carrying a megaphone. What? Yeah. Why? There's been an update to his look. (laughs) (laughs) He makes a disgusted face at you and starts shaking his head. Cut! Bobaloo yells through a megaphone. Cut, you think? Cut what? Find out on page 64. Beret. A beret and a megaphone. Yeah. If you would have left the what? Well, I think we're about to see a classic uh, Hollywood director. We're about to get soon. punked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's there's some cameras on us. One by one, six other people step out from various hiding places in the factory. One man has a movie camera resting on his shoulder. A woman carries lights and microphones on long poles. It's a movie crew. You realize? Babalu hurries to the glass door and lets you out. All right, all right, he says. Don't ball. We weren't going to leave you in there all night or anything. He signals to the rest of the crew. Never mind, he says over the megaphone. This one didn't work out. Let's wrap it up. We'll try again next weekend. Wrap what up, you ask? What's going on? We're shooting a commercial here, Bobaloo explains. You know, catch the excitement of a kid locked in a toy factory. I've never heard that expression the before. The excitement. <laughs> I've never heard that expression before. Oh, man, and... We just didn't behave the way he thought children would. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I guess so. Your friend Benny here, he has the right spirit, but you didn't act excited. You act terrified. So you're out, and he's in. Thanks for coming. What? And that's no. how it works. That's how it works. You just didn't have the right look, the right energy. He ushers you through the door. Wait, you cry. What about the doll I saw come to life, and how did you get my name anyway? But it's too late for those kinds of questions. Babalu kicks you out of the toy factory and slams the door. Turn to page six. Oh, good. I thought it was going to be over. I thought it was too, but <sighs> it may look bleak because we are kicked out of the toy factory. The next no page is probably going to be like, you get hit by a tractor trailer and <laughs> no. Benny becomes the president. <laughs> no. Let's see here. President of toys. Yeah. <laughs> you stomp your foot on the ground. No fair, you think, totally feeling totally disappointed. There's something going on in that factory. And now you'll never find out what it is. A million questions spin through your brain. They're good questions, too. But it's too late for all of them, except for one. What page do I turn to if I want to stay in the toy warehouse and find the doll? You mutter out loud. Uh-oh, now you're talking to yourself. But it's okay, since you asked... It's page 76. Now go on. You're out of the toy factory, so get out of this book. Because as they say in show business, that's a wrap. Swear to God. What? That's what it said. He got meta at the end of this one. Well, the acid did finally. (laughs) Yeah. But but it doesn't say the end. They're really inviting us to continue. Uh. But it's in the same font as it, the end. The, that's what I'm concerned about. There is no go on at the bottom of the page, and that's a wrap, isn't yeah. it? The end font. But 
I think this is a little shout shout out to all his haters because we've been saying it. He's like, yeah, they probably when you turn and see the end, they probably go back. Yeah. So this was him probably being like, I know you guys do that shit. <laughs> I know you got some fan service. Yeah, like going I, on in the goosebumps. Like book. I see you. I see you. Try again, yeah. idiot. Yeah. Too Not many so questions. Bad. I write these books. Okay, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. So anyway, should have got the camcorder, <laughs> or or resist. Not been a total little baby, little baby at the door. Yeah, resist and I don't know, getting locked. One pound factory that does not. Sound <laughs> I think good. the resist first pound is what got. And the yeah. original yeah. thought was to resist. So that is one tale that we did not make it out of. And basically, in a nutshell, we went to a toy factory with Benny. We saw what maybe was a moving doll. Uh, and then we went into a room where we were minorly locked into. Uh, we freaked out. Yeah. Let's be honest. We freaked out in there. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got our asses kicked out of the toy factory. And Benny got a job out of it. And Benny yeah. is Elon Musk now. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? <laughs> um, okay, so that's the end of that story. Oh. <laughs> In the downtime, it seems that DJ Lil has unfortunately lost her voice. All right, on to our next book, uh, In Between Stories. Uh, we have a uh, little technical difficulties. The uh, Dr. Eek monkey uh, <laughs> got to uh, DJ Lil, and as DJ Lil had said, uh, yeah, the, the monkeys were likely the cause here. So uh, forfeiting the tank top prize... <laughs> But Lil might be it's chiming not in. for you. Lil, Lil might be chiming in here uh, whenever, if whatever you feel better or not better, it's fine. But Lil <laughs> is here. It, Lil you is know for that sure. if you hear her say something, it's something she really needed yes. to say. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So uh, Rachel will be reading uh, the next book here. That's okay. It's my turn. Yes. Uh, I'm going to give myself goosebumps with number 25, Shop Till You Drop Dead. Ooh. The back says, Midnight Monster Sale. You're sick of Reggie Mayfield's tall tales, especially the one about his dad's department store. Re <laughs> Your dad has a department store, liar. <laughs> Reggie says monsters roam the store late at night. You bet Reggie's lying. So you agree to spend midnight at Mayfield's. So you agree to break into Reggie's dad's store at night. Yeah. Too bad for you, Reggie is telling the truth. Monsters do roam the store, like the vampire night guard and the mannequin that comes to life. Watch out, he's dressed to kill. Ah, can you survive the midnight hour at Mayfield's? The choice is yours in the scary adventure that's packed with over 20 super spooky endings. Uh-oh, okay. All right. Is there anything? Is that the? Is there anything written on the inner front page? Oh, let's see, let's see. I think that was the one I found this week, though. No, there's not. No. Yeah, so that's the one I found this yeah, week. Yeah, this one yeah. is titleless. Nobody, nobody claims this. There, there are some red pen markings on a couple pages. I have not noticed the red pen markings. Yes, that's a recent pickup. Anyways. All right. All right. Your father's store is not cursed. You tell Reggie Mayfield, and we're gonna prove it. Yeah, your best friend Julie agrees. This bet is a cinch. It's late at night, almost 12. You, Reggie, and Julie sneaked out of your houses to meet at the Mayfields Bazaar. You and Julie have a bet with Reggie, and you know you're going to win. All you have to do is spend one hour in the store. 
one hour after midnight, that is. Mm. If you win, you get to pick anything you want from the store for free. Toys. <laughs> toys. Toys. Can't resist the toys. It is the same universe. <laughs> if you lose, you have to do Reggie's stinking math homework for a month. Boo, cheating. Boo. Boo. I'm warning you two, you're going to lose, Reggie insists. Terrifying things happen in there after midnight. You won't last 10 minutes. Give me a break, Reggie, you scoff. We're sick of your stories about how the store is built on cursed ground and how monsters come out after midnight. We don't believe any of it. Yeah, a haunted department store? Puh-lease. <laughs> Spelled P-U-H-lease. Yeah. Julie rolls her eyes. You, I can't wait to pick. Julie suddenly stops talking. Her brown eyes open wide. Her face grows pale as she points a shaking finger at the dark, empty store. Turn to page two. Dark, shaking finger. Dark, dark finger. Shake store. Yeah. You look where she's pointing. Something is moving in one of the windows of the bazaar. Something white. A chill creeps over your skin. Is it a skeleton? I bet we don't have a camcorder again. Gotta go home. You see a flash of red. It's looking your way with its piercing red eyes. You're about to scream when the skeleton blinks and blinks again and again. Its eyes look exactly like a car's blinking taillights. Mm. Oh, its eyes are blinking taillights. Okay. Reflected in the window. And the skeleton's quote-unquote body is a white curtain behind the glass. Ah. Julie must have thought it was a monster, too. She's acting really nervous all of a sudden. We can still back out, she whispers. You glance around. The streets are deserted late at night. Fallen leaves tumble along the pavement, pushed by a cold wind. You gaze back at the store with its dark windows and creepy stone carvings and pillars. It looks eerie in the light of the full moon. Maybe the stories are true. Mm. Turn to page three. Uh-oh. Then you get a grip on yourself. The store isn't cursed. Nah. Real quick change. Yeah. Yeah, don't be don't be scared. Don't worry. My dad is a pure man. <laughs> he is pure in his soul. He would never. Yeah. Don't worry, you assure Julie. Those are just stories. There are two of us. Besides, you add with a grin, think of the prize. I'm going to pick a stereo or some rollerblades with a capital R. Yeah, I want to snowboard. Julie nods so hard her dark curls bounce. Let's go. <laughs> You'll be sorry, Reggie warns you, cool. shaking his head. I left you instructions inside. He's not even going in with you. No, nah, I don't think so. You and Julie climb the marble stairs to the front door. Julie unlocks it and pushes the door open. Stay calm, you order yourself as you peer into the shadows. You step into the store. Glass cases line the aisles. Dim lights shine on their contents. Jewelry, sunglasses, watches. Those aren't toys. No, they aren't. Ugh. They are not toys. <laughs> cool. Julie dashes over to one of the cases. Splotch washes. There we are. <laughs> Fucking finally. <laughs> I'll borrow one and put it back before we go. Good idea, you reply. That way we'll be sure to be get out we'll be sure to get out of here in exactly one hour. You spot a cardboard sign taped to another case. This must be from Reggie, you call, pointing to it. Turn to page four to read the sign. Uh, I will say that there is a, uh, a picture 
of the sign on oh. this page. I don't know how many times I've seen pictures. Okay, so there in is a picture on, onto this one. Julie buckles the splotch wi- watch, splotch watch to her wrist. I'll take a picture of that for later for <laughs> the uh, for the of course thing for the at, at thrifty podcast. You could check that out. You both stand there reading the sign. It says, "Go to floor seven. Is that a one or a seven? You ask Julie. I can't tell. Reggie sure has lousy handwriting. Julie grumbles. Isn't the floor we're on now floor one? No, this is the main floor. You okay. tell her. That is always the case with elevators, ain't it? You're like, this is the main floor, and, and you're just with like ones and sevens too. Yeah, that, it's got a little. It's got a hat on it, so it could be a one mm-hmm. with a hat. Yeah. Or a seven. No, this is the main floor, you tell her. Well, do you want to try the first floor or the seventh? She gazes at you, waiting for an answer. To explore floor seven, turn to page 60. Check out floor one, turn to page nine. Floor one or floor seven? Now, yeah, I mean, look at the picture. Okay, do here, you think? Here, pass. Yeah, you got it. So I have to look at this picture and determine where, whether in my bones, if I... Th- yeah, that's a that's an interesting one. So I'm looking at the go to floor one or seven pick. Gotta say, it is in between. It is a one with a hat. But no shoes. A one that has a hat usually has yeah. shoes, too. All right. I think that's a seven Um, with your fingers um or voice whatever you want dj lil <laughs> what, what do you think you could just signal i'm gonna point with my toe okay. for one okay so there's a one okay and a seven mm. what do you think what what would you I say i think that a one with a hat should have shoes so i think that's my opinion but the it way that it like is tilted is looking like a one so i don't hey not me it's not me toddy you gotta decide what floor okay, this is. I will. Okay, I will go with one, but let it be right. known that I am. <laughs> I am being submissive to this. I'm being submissive to this. Let it be known. And Toddy is submissive. <laughs> don't let that be known. Anyway, <laughs> don't let that get so. too far. <laughs> we may as well start on the first floor. You tell Julie it's the closest one. Smart. Sounds good to me. Julie points to a large, old-fashioned elevator with polished brass doors. Let's take the elevator. As the doors slide open, you spot a big, brand-new duffel bag in the elevator car. Ew. That's not a toy either. (laughs) (laughs) It might be toys inside. Yeah, true. Then you noticed a piece of lined notebook paper taped to the wood-paneled wall. Read it on page 122. Is he going to have some bad handwriting again for you? Yeah, maybe this is like, maybe this one is about visual things. Yeah, because it is later based in the series. on your interpretation. I like that. I respect that. I like it. It's from Reggie, you declare, plucking the note off the elevator wall. It must have more instructions. To prove that you explored the whole store, you have to bring me one thing from each floor. Julie reads over your shoulder. She picks up the duffel bag. This must be to put all the stuff in. Cool, you exclaim. This will be fun, like a scavenger hunt. Cool. Cool. Yeah, but look what he wants us to get on floor one. Julie points at the notebook paper. It says, a man's leg. A man's leg. You swallow hard. I on, don't... I'll have it put on record that DJ Lil also thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> there was laughter. <laughs> You swallow hard. Gulp. 
I don't like the way that sounds, you mutter. A man's leg? What does that mean? Julie's forehead wrinkles. You shove the note into the pocket of your denim jacket. There's only one way to find out, you say. Then you press the button for the first floor. Turn to page 132. A man's leg could mean very few things. Um. <laughs> I mean, do, do these children really think Reggie expects them to mutilate a man? What kind know. of friend is Reggie? I don't know. Page 132, the elevator glides upward. The doors open onto floor one. You and Julie step out into the dimly lit men's clothing department. A dozen mannequins stand on a nearby platform modeling blazers, sweaters, and suits. Where are we supposed to get a man's leg? Julie wonders aloud. <laughs> Let's take a leg from one of these mannequins, you declare. They're men, sort of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Julie grins, perfect. I bet that's just what Reggie had in mind. Excuse me, sir, you joke, strolling over to a mannequin in a black tuxedo. I need to borrow your leg. Julie laughs as you hear a deep bonging sound. It's a grandfather clock, striking 12. Ooh. It's the time the store is supposed to go crazy. You and Julie give each, other, give each other a long look. Then you crouch beside the mannequin. You twist its left leg out of the plastic socket and slide it from the tuxedo trousers. A cold, strong hand suddenly grabs your arm. The hand is smooth and shiny. Oh, no. Is this like a Beauty and the Beast type scenario here? I Ooh, some Twilight Zone. You glance up in shock. It's the mannequin. Its face peers at you oddly. Oh, coldly. Uh, coldly. Same. Give me back my leg, the plastic dummy moans. Man, that took no time. He knew you were taking that leg. Well, if it comes turn. off. <laughs> yeah. Hey. We've been told to turn to page 95. You can't believe it. The mannequin has come to life. Give me back my leg now, the dummy roars. It's his. It sneers. Your heart races with fear. Reggie's stories are true. The store is cursed. Yeah, that is proof, to be Dang fair. Man, it happened real fast. Yeah. Too. Midnight on the dot. Give it back. Yeah. Grandfather grandfather clock at a department store. Bong. Yep. The plastic man grips your arm tightly, but you don't let go of the leg in your other hand. Julie, you yell. Catch. You toss the leg to Julie. Give it back, the mannequin shouts. Julie's scream startles you. Oh, no, she cries. They're all coming to life. What do we do? <laughs> all these men coming to life for the first oh, time. Oh, <laughs> God. She's right. The mannequins all around the floor are stretching as if waking up from a long nap. You yank your arm out of the mannequin's tight grasp. He falls over, crashing to the ground. Help! The mannequin in the tuxedo yells. These punks took my leg. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, Yeah, that's how mannequins talk. Yeah, yeah. Slowly, all the mannequins' heads turn toward you and Julie. Get them, the fallen one commands. <laughs> With jerky robotic movements, the big plastic mannequins step off their platforms. They lurch towards you and Julie. Turn to page 53, quick, okay. I ah. bet, to be fair, they might assume they were punks because punks probably do take a lot of mannequins because art you art. know art yeah art theft <laughs> theft a uh, very very venn diagram stick of it to the man Nikki. yeah 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 a, thank you apartment store at midnight say no more <laughs> let's go take some mannequins yeah yeah <laughs> you run over to the Ju you run over to julie and the two of you huddle together clutching the leg your body trembles as the tall mannequins lurch closer 
I think they're mad at us, Julie squeaks. The mannequins stride closer and closer. Their plastic eyes glare at you. Soon you'll be surrounded. Let's make a run for the elevator, Julie whispers. Okay, you reply. Or we could give them back the leg, and maybe they would let us go. I'll do whatever you want, Julie decides, but whatever you do, let's hurry. Give us the leg, one of them shrieks. They begin chanting, give us the leg. Give us the leg. They step closer, give us the leg. They reach towards you. Hands come at you from every direction. Quick, decide. Do you want to give them the leg or do you want to make a run for it? Give them the leg on page 116 or shake a leg over to page 30. Are you tapping? Is I think DJ Lil might be tapping in. Is that? For a decision, yeah. Okay. Yeah, do you, <laughs> are you going to give us the leg? Give us the leg? What do you think? What are you feeling over there? It is. I brought us to floor one. Yeah. <laughs> I. It is this leg. I don't think they'd be friends with you after you give it back, though. I think they'd still be mad at you. You are sometimes the smartest person, <laughs> Rachel, because that is true. But I always go like, that's his. So <laughs> if he's pissed at you, he should be. What do you think, DJ Lil? Maybe throw it, give it back to him, but throw it so they... Okay. Have to go get it to buy you some time. To See, that's act- that's actually the answer. But the closest would be, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him the leg. All right. I'm gonna give him the leg. Give but I leg. do respect what you have to say for sure. Thanks, cause because I definitely always have something. Because it's a mob. You're giving you're giving the mob. Yeah, do you think they'll all just calm right down and go, hello? Oh, hey, hey, thanks so much. Thanks. Yeah, we've been we've been shacking up in your dad's apartment store. <laughs> They're going to take your leg. We're all gay down here, too, by the way. (laughs) By the way. (laughs) Give us the leg, the mannequins moan. You want it? You got it. You scream with all your strength. You hurl the leg at the attacking mannequins. And you got what you wanted. Three of them between you and the elevator topple over like bowling pins. Way to go, Julie cheers. That's the break you need. Come on, Julie, you yell, racing to the elevator. She jumps in behind you and jabs at the door close button. Everybody knows those don't work. Yeah. The mannequins are crawling over. Every movie, like. Close it, close it, close it. I don't want to talk to my boss in here. Oh. She jumps in behind you and jabs at the closed door button. The mannequins are crawling over each other to get to you. Close doors! Close! Julie pleads, pounding the button. A big mannequin in a jogger's outfit reaches the elevator just as the doors glide close. He jams his leg into the narrowing gap. No! Julie gasps, but the doors are powerful. With a crunching snap, the leg comes off. The doors close. We made it, you exclaim. And we got our leg, Julie adds, picking up the mangled mannequin limb. And we... And we also, we ran, but also didn't run at the same time. Yeah. Pretty cool. I was picturing all of them naked. Is that fair? The mannequins? Uh, what are they selling then? I don't know. I just, to me, <laughs> to me, here's what I, here's what I visualized. Yeah. Um, now I, I, I visualized the upstairs kids department of Monroeville Mall in 2003. Mm-hmm. And all those mannequins up there 
they didn't have they were just it was just a big mannequin thing and at night i don't i they didn't have clothes because i think they were sweat so i thought this was like you were imagining a storage a storage a of storage mannequins. of mannequins or when or, they came to life they're like oh fucking thank god yeah just that's stripping what, it all that's off what I, was like. well, I thought it was like you know when the genie comes out of the fucking like <gasps> yeah <"Whoa." laughs> that's what i thought was happening here the clothes just slough off yeah yeah i just thought oh I thought it was an army of manic. I see now they're all wearing human real clothes. Yes, yes. yes. Boo. <laughs> yeah. Page eighty nine. Dummies coming to life. You gasp, wiping the sweat off your forehead. The stories about this place are true. Julie shudders. That was too weird. You nod. What's waiting for us on the other floors? You wonder. Julie must be worrying about the same thing. Should we still try to win the bet? Or should we just get out of here? I'm not sure, you reply. You think it over for a moment. Fighting the mannequins was frightening, but you escaped. You can still win. You just have to stay in the store. For, you glance at Julie's splotch watch, another 50 minutes. Jeez. Thanks, splotch watch. Jeez, splotch. I want my prize, you declare. Let's win the bet. Excellent, Julie cries. She kneels on the floor and opens the new duffel bag. She shoves the leg inside. Which which floor should we try next, you ask Julie. We don't have to go in any special order, Julie reminds you, but we do have to go to all of them. Let's take a look at Reggie's note again. Gotcha. Turn to page 99 to see Reggie's notes with a master list of floors. This all is right. a cool one. I will go on record and say this is a cool this one. This is a great finale. This is a great Yeah. Finale. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we got a picture on here that okay. I will show you in a moment. Yeah, show me in a moment. You pull the note out of your jean jacket and unfold it. To prove that you explored the store, it says that you have to bring Reggie one thing from each floor. Uh, I will also note that on this note, you will see both the number one and seven. So it may cause you to think about what you thought the ones and the sevens were. Interesting. Yeah. So we will we will get the one and seven reveal. The note <laughs> says, floor one, a man's leg. Floor two, poisonous perfume. Floor three, heart attack backpack. Floor four, baby booties. Ah, cute. Floor five, silver arrow. Floor six, volcano steam. Huh. That's going to be hard. It's pretty obvious what that one might be and floor seven final showdown you have to bring him back the final showdown oh interesting if we would have picked seven we would have got to the final showdown first we probably would have and we would not have been prepared we have not have been prepared because now all right we have a man's leg we do and toddy i will hand you the note okay. So that you can decide which floor we go to, because the choice on the bottom of the page—it's all floors. Holy floor cow! This is maybe choose. the biggest decision all month as far as this podcast is concerned. <laughs> so pick a floor, any floor, a man's leg, which you've been doing. So you're done with that one. You did do that. This is like uh, this is like Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> Poisonous perfume, heart attack backpack, baby booty, silver arrow, volcano steam, final showdown. Um. Oh, you can't go final showdown. So it's two through six. Well, yeah. We have to do one other thing. Poisonous perfume, heart attack backpack, baby booties. Uh, are you weighing in on this one? Can you weigh in? I'll try. <laughs> uh, floor, floor three. Floor three. Okay. Floor three. Is heart attack backpack? Let's go heart attack backpack. Heart attack backpack. Yeah, 33 heart attack backpack. All right. For floor three, turn to page 
33. Nice. I like that. Heart attack backpack. Floor three. Heart attack backpack. You read from Reggie's note. What is that? Who knows, Julie answers, but I guess we'll find out. She presses the button. As the elevator moves to the third floor, you put your hand on your heart. Yep. Still beating. <laughs> all right. Let's all, let's all take a moment. I thought you were pledging allegiance. <laughs> sign of the cross. I think that's the sign of the cross, but not spiritual, I think was the idea there. And you hope a heart attack backpack won't do anything to change that. The elevator doors slide open. Your, hand, your eyes land on a wall of backpacks. A glowing neon green one hangs in the middle. You step closer to read its label. Gotta think. Heart attack backpack. <laughs> well, that floor's correct. <laughs> that floor's correct. The backpack seems to pulse slowly. Thump, thump. Thump, thump. Thump, thump. Like a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. You are suddenly dying to wear the backpack. You can't resist. Whoa. You reach your hand out. Hey, Julie calls. Talk about up. a toxic trait. <laughs> <laughs> Not Shit. being able to resist. Yeah. Wait up. Hold on. But you ignore her. All you care about is the backpack. Touching the backpack. Whoa. Wearing the backpack. Whoa. <laughs> Turn to page 24. You're going to put this thing I on and your gonna heart is going to stop. Attack. Yeah. Hang yeah. on, page 24. All right, yeah, let's see See if we... 24 is a a good basketball number. Uh, I, I, 20, but 24. T- but, tw- but 23 is the Mr. Michael Jordan. Right, that's why you can't <laughs> be 23. You just 23. <laughs> You gaze lovingly at the glowing green backpack. You run your hands over its cool plastic mesh. You pick it up and slip it onto your back. Ah. <sighs> It fits snugly. You can feel the glow through your sweater. Thump, thump. Thump, thump. Julie rushes up to you. Why are you grinning like an idiot? She yeah, asks. fair. 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 She snaps her fingers in your face. Hello. She shouts. It's spreading. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear me? Snap out of it. You ignore Julie. You are in a happy daze. Oh. You love the backpack. And the backpack loves you. Is the backpack a vibrator? Oh. Thanks for chiming in for that. <laughs> <laughs> that you put on your back, and it's just so good. It just goes to the front. <laughs> you know those to the front ones? It goes from the back <laughs> to the pack. You know the to the front ones? You're like, ah, that's to the front, too. That's the front. <laughs> There's the front in there, too. <laughs> the backpack is hugging you. It's hugging you very hard. Actually, it's squeezing you ah. tighter, tighter, tighter. Ah, you can't breathe. Ah. Turn to page 73 before it's too late. Uh, what if I turn and they were like, no, never mind. It's too late. Like, you're dead. Well, took too long. he flexed the last book we read. Oh. He was like, I bet you want to look back, don't you? I bet you. <laughs> I bet you want to go back. <laughs> this one has a decision on it. Okay. Okay. The heart attack backpack is squeezing your lungs. Why would it do that? You managed to take a deep breath. The backpack had you under some kind of spell, but you're okay now. Is it too late to escape? Help me. Sounds like it's too late to escape. (laughs) You croak to Julie. The backpack grips you tighter and tighter. Your heart begins to beat faster and faster and faster. Thump, thump. Thump, thump. Oh, no. Thump, thump. Now you know why it's called a heart attack backpack. Yeah. You're going to have a heart attack if you don't get it off. <laughs> I you... could have 
<laughs> kind of saw that coming, to be honest, DJ Lil. I know. It took a couple pages for this one to go. You fumble with the buckles. They're stuck. Your eyes dart around. You spot a bucket of baseball bats. Oh, mm, cool. Bucket of baseball bats. I took a picture with this uh, camera that I got secondhand this week, but it won't work, so you'll never see it. Babe, you know, you <laughs> never know. You never know. <laughs> Julie could try to pry the backpack off with a bat, or you could try to cut the straps if you can find something sharp in time. <laughs> Just beat the backpack. Thump, thump. Thump, thump. Make up your mind while you <laughs> still can. Just getting your ass whipped. <laughs> <laughs> to use the bat, turn to page 14. To look for something sharp, turn to page 120. Ooh. Ooh. All right, guys. How, how are we going to get this off? Use a bat to pry? Do you think that works? Uh, no. I think they cut out of it. But like do you cut. think you're going to find something sharp in time? We're in the backpack area. Hopefully, there's like camping stuff nearby. Interesting, interesting the thought seat, pattern. Seat belt cutters. Um, I once School again supplies. will say that school supplies. Rachel had a seat different belt in the backpacks. Seatbelt cutters. But hey, there could be any segway. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel's brain must be very different than mine in good in good <laughs> ways because I immediately mean, is. like likes to cut it off, and Rachel's like, "Have you thought about what there could be to cut this thing? Have you?" No, I just I just thought cut immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me too. D- D- DJ Lil, did you think yeah, cut, cut immediately? Cut, cut. All right. All right. Well, then I think you guys should go with your yeah. butts. Yeah, but on record, we do know that you could be right here. Still. Yeah. Well, on record, everybody yes. should know I, I usually am. Yeah. yeah. Uh, page one twenty. Two deities, right? Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> Need something sharp? You gasp to Julie. Two. Cut it off. <laughs> the backpack gives a hard squeeze. You're getting so dizzy that the room spins. Tiny dots appear in front of your eyes. You and Julie dash behind the counters and plow through drawers. The pressure from the backpack makes it almost impossible for you to keep going. Can't find anything, you huff and puff. Me neither, Julie yells. You can hardly breathe. You fall to your knees, then to your side. The backpack chokes you so hard, it feels as if your heart is pounding in your throat. You need a lucky break. Fast. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Totally, this looks bad. Well, this this one comes with a decision on the bottom of the page, but not a decision that you're going to make now, a decision you've already made. Uh, If you've already visited floor five, turn to page 40. If you haven't been to floor five yet... Turn to page 12. We have not been to floor five. We have not. I've so maybe floor five is the like the mini boss fight. Yeah. So some clues are telling me that floor five is the mini boss fight and floor seven is the big boss fight. And if you ever picked five or seven during any of that, that's like. You wouldn't go. Yeah. yeah. Where is luck when you need it? Not on the third floor with you, Julie, in the heart attack backpack. I can't find anything sharp on this whole floor, Julie shouts to you. Maybe there's time for me to go to another. Her voice trails off as she stares at you. You look back weakly. Your heart feels as if it's about to burst and is now too weak to beat. Mm. Your body goes limp. Mm. The backpack releases your neck and shoulders. It hops onto your belly. Mm. As your vision grows dim, you can just make out Julie. She stumbles over to you. She stares at the backpack. Julie's eyes are glazed. Oh no, you realize she's under the spell of the heart attack backpack. 
Oh, everyone knows it. It must be calling to her, just as it did to you. You wish you could help her. This is the haunted mask, by the way. <laughs> this is the haunted mask, R.L. Really Stein. Did. Yeah, we've read that book before, yeah. R.L. Yeah. But your heart is about to give out. You know what Julie's thinking. Where the backpack? The backpack is my friend. The backpack loves me. Too bad for Julie. That backpack is a real heartbreaker. The Oh, so you were... Couldn't find anything sharp. Couldn't could find anything sharp. Uh, couldn't find anything sharp. Were, so you were suffocated. I, we were suffocated first. And not a good way either. <laughs> like you die, you, I believe you were, are you living? And you're like, whoa, I'm suffocated. And in that state, <laughs> you see your friend, uh, I guess, take, yeah. Yeah, I get. I, I I think they have a misunderstanding of like how heart attacks work, but that's okay. I mean, that's fair. Turns out you uh you died. You did done die. So that was fun. Ugh. So that was I can't fun. believe you died. There was so much going on. Yeah, there was a lot of carnage I'll on this episode. I'll never get baby booties. <laughs> I'll no. never. Ugh. I'll never get to show that man's leg to anybody. That's true. <laughs> you, what happened to that part of it? Oh, oh I guess like man. when you got. Yeah, when the uh, heart attack backpack sent its scent into the world, I guess it just, uh, you get attracted to it. So a lot of carnage on this one. Mm -hmm. We died there. Um, they did drop dead while yeah. they chopped oh, dead. Oh, yeah. Holy they shit. Did. They chopped till they dropped dead. So I think, um, so. Perfect placement right there. I'm looking at how the shopping bag is. On the on the cover of this book, the shopping bag held by the monster, the cusp the of his crotch. Ooh, on the cusp, right on the right on the Adam's leaf spot. <laughs> Adam's leaf spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's yep. what I'm noticing about this Kelsey Grammer looking beast on the front. <laughs> Um, well, this episode uh, was going to be uh, the the tank top award was going to be given to the person who led us through the best of the best, who got us to the finish line, or at least killed us less. I would admittedly say Rachel, but I am in, I'm giving the tank top to DJ Lil because of the oh, because 100%. she lost her voice. You deserve the tank top. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so DJ Lil, you will get the tank top for it me. It is hard to be today. humble when you're as great as Lil is. Yeah. Get roached. <laughs>